Hey everyone, Alex Kessler from Masters of Modern here. Sorry to interrupt your show, but I wanted to tell you guys about our podcast, Masters of Modern. It's a show about Magic the Gathering for casuals and also competitive players, specifically focused on the modern format, which is like all the cards since 2010. Uh, it's really fun. We have a lot of like cool games on the show. We talk about cool brews, talk about easy ways to get into the format. If you don't even play Magic or you don't play Modern, it's a great way to kind of get an understanding of what's going on uh, without needing to actually play the game. Uh, thank you so much. If you could go pause right now and subscribe, that would mean a lot to us. And we'll see you guys on the Masters of Modern podcast. 1-800-GHOST-TOWN. Call us now. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. to know. Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. The Miss Cleo DNA test. I'm solely searching for the father of your baby. Oh, it's the one that's very unpleasant, okay? Okay. Um, And he's also the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Yes, he did. Yep, that's him. That's the daddy. Okay. But you knew that. I wasn't sure. I don't know how the baby looks just like him. Yes, he does. Yeah, so you were in denial because he has a funny little chin, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah, and the baby have that same little chin. Oh, my God. The cards can reveal things that you will never see by yourself. Call me now for your free tarot reading. Call 1-800-980-8637. Now, I've been known to frequent a psychic every now and again. Um, I've gone at points in my life where I'm like, oh, maybe this will give me some clarity. Maybe this will illuminate some parts of my life. But I really missed the whole, like, call in 1-800. But I do remember, I do remember the Psychic Readers Network. Do you remember them? Classic. Yeah. I mean, that that is, when it comes to 1-800, I mean, it's right in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. of being susceptible to things. Not that I ever called, but mm-hmm. it was always, you know, there's like late chat, call, you know, yeah. call us now. It was the age of the hotline. You know, yeah. it was the age of like, you're sitting there, it's 4 a.m., what are you going to do? You got a phone. Appealing to people, you know, uh, that's how they marketed. It's like, what mm-hmm. are you doing right now? Nothing. If you're yeah. up watching this, then you're susceptible. Something's up with you. You're missing something in your life. Do you want to call a party line, which I always thought would be fun. I think there still are party lines that you can call. Yeah. You can call, a, you can get a appliance. You can I mean, call. QVC is still huge, yeah. and that's got to be, you know, the, the mecca. Very true. Of- and I remember moving out here, and uh, we have a friend, Zabeth Russell, who worked for this company, California Psychics. Oh, I, I oh, you know, I was going to work for them. Yeah. Because a lot, I think a lot of people from iOS, the theater we performed at, were yeah. working there. And I remember talking, I was like, oh, hey, how does this, you know, what is, how does it, you know, looking for employment. Yeah. My qualifications? <laughs> Breathing, (laughs) willing. A pulse in the area. Yeah. So California Psychics was the big one when I came out here and I was like, oh, okay, totally. I get this is still prevalent. This is a total sham if my unemployed friends who live in deep NoHo are doing it and making money off of it. Anyways, Beth has a really funny story about kind of getting flung into it. And it reminded me a lot, too, of working as a phone sex operator way back when. Like, the same types of mechanics are used in these things. But the mother of all of these things, like, the mothership of all call-ins, psychics or not, is the Psychic Readers Network, 
which was led, or the front woman was Yuri Del Harris, also known as Miss Cleo. Do you remember? It's interesting because Rebecca texted me this morning that we were doing this, and she's like, oh no, Swindled already did this episode. <laughs> but this is, and Swindled did an amazing job, so definitely mm-hmm. check that out. Oh yeah, we'll I'm sure it's it. far more comfortable. It's probably way more robust and interesting, mm-hmm. compelling, but I feel like Miss Cleo it was culturally so relevant. Mm-hmm. I think there's room. There's room. For both of us. Yeah, absolutely. It. And it's our it's our Halloween. We're in the Halloween drag right now. We want to give you a different side of things. This is certainly something we haven't explored very much and still feels like it's a part of what we do. Our, uh, you know, zeitgeist. But I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm going to binge the swindled one after this and see if our facts line up, which they absolutely will. Of course they will. We are fact checking the shit out of this. Our fact checkers over there just crunching they're away. Just, they're just they're my little cat's little paws <laughs> yeah. and her little tiny keyboard. She's getting it right. So trust us with everything, including your money. <laughs> Patreon.com. Is that early? Is it too early? I know it's good. I think right now is good. Patreon.com slash ghost town? Nope. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. You have people giving away money to some probably something better. But you get bonus episodes. I'm so embarrassed. There'll be some more bonus Halloween stuff. I'm not going to tell you about it right now, but it will be up before Halloween is over mm-hmm. that we actually did today. Yes, we did. We This is going to be chock full of Halloween content. There's going to be some weird, cool stuff. Yeah. And we're going to put some of it for Patreon only. Uh-huh. And it helps us support the show. Like the thing we did today costs us a lot of money out of, our, sure out of pocket. A lot sure out of did. pocket. I mean, so we love it. We love spending we money. We love it. We love throwing so. money away. So if you want to help us out, patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Ghost town pod. Yeah. 1-800 Ghost Town Pod, baby. Oh, my God. Anyway, so from 1997 to 2003, the Psychic Readers Network was a big thing. Uh, and it was really a big thing because it had this iconic front woman, Miss Cleo. And Miss, I didn't know much before I started re- researching this episode for Miss Cleo, about Miss Cleo, about her. But, oh, my God, so much has happened. So she, Harris, uh, was born, Yuri Del Harris was born at Los Angeles County Hospital, all right? You heard that right. <laughs> L.A. Yeah. County, baby. Not no, she was not born anywhere in the Caribbean not, or uh, born in Jamaica, ha- or anything. Ha- Haiti, or anything like that. No, she was born at L.A. County Hospital on August twelfth, nineteen sixty-two, to a Catholic Caribbean family. So okay, okay, yeah. give her that. But she, it was a middle-class family. She went to an all-girls boarding school. She got married in nineteen eighty-one at nineteen years old. Gave birth to a daughter. Divorced at twenty-one. She does things pretty quickly too. Like she's lived a lot of lives. Past lives, future lives, current lives, whatever. She had a second daughter in her late 20s. In 1996, her and her partner, which I didn't find out much about, moved to Seattle and opened a theater company because really what she was into was acting. And all of this, knowing that, I see the foundations of this. Absolutely. The performance aspect Mm -hmm. of a lot of things, even, you know, what we're doing right now and a lot of yeah. true crime podcasts, it's all needs to be delivered in a way that is somewhat entertaining, but with things backing it up. Yeah, absolutely. Some authenticity backing it up. Exactly. We're, hopefully it's a nice mix of us being tolerable and facts. Somewhere in there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so she opened a theater company in Seattle where she wrote and produced plays. She also acted in her first project, an autobiographical play called For Women Only, which I tried to get a hold of. Uh, the script, it's no, it's nowhere. In fact, there's not a lot of concrete information, but her birth certificate is online. Um, so she was born. That's for real. Anyway, Four Women Only was uh, about her life, but apparently it was also the 
debut of this Miss Cleo type character. Like it was her, it was, I assume someone from her family or, or some likening back to her Caribbean roots, but that's kind of where we first see this, which is completely co-opted by Psychic Readers Network. Her last project in, T- in Seattle was called Supper Club Cafe. That was in 1997. It was not successful. And this is where we see her cheating the people around her pretty uh, readily. She left town with a trail of debts and broken promises, according to the Seattle Post Intelligencer. Some of her productions claim they were never paid. Uh, she told people that she had bone cancer and that she would pay them uh, as soon as she got a hold of her medical costs and she'd do it immediately. She also wrote everybody a personal note detailing how much she owed them, uh, how much many of her debts went to them, and that she was going to pay it. She promised she would do that, and then she fled town to Los Angeles, back back to her roots. You know? I mean, this is like her the GoFundMe for back then. Exactly. What she did. It was just letter writing. Yeah. Which, makes, which makes things, oh, well, if you bothered to write a letter, because the mm-hmm. internet was, you know, up and running, it wasn't as you know, robust as it is now. No, but, and you know, you're in a theater company in you know Seattle, and you kind of you're like, oh, we're all in this together. I think we're all struggling artists. One of them has bone cancer, maybe. I don't know if she used. I'd love to hear like the bone cancer when when people fake cancer, they go in deep. You have I, to, and it's, yeah. You know, I want to know like how and much. Who, who are you to, that to say like prove it? Yeah, no, you're not. You're a dick if you say prove it. Yeah. you know, just like if you're. Guy you're dating's dog dies. You know, you, what are you going to say? Prove it? Show me the body of the dog? Some people get close to doing that. <laughs> anyway, that's not from my personal experience at all. Anyway, moving on. So in the 1990s, she was in uh, L.A. working for the Psychic Readers Network under the name Cleo. That's where that first came about. She appeared as a television infomercial psychic in which she claimed she was a mystical shaman from Jamaica. Now, I don't know what came first. It's like a chicken or egg thing. I wonder if she, uh, like... Call, she was called to audition to be in the commercial and then started working for the service, if she ever worked for the service, because I can see both happening, honestly. But I'm not sure what was what. The service is pretty shady, yeah. from what I recall. I mean, nowadays, if we, I'm sure if we saw something in any media and they were like, psychics. So, like, back in the day, it was like crystals, like bad animation, like space, you know? Like, all of that imagery. Well, it's still really successful if you look at mm-hmm. televangelists that are still... True. By this water, this blessed water, it's, it's still unfortunately mm-hmm. very rampant. Yes. And criminal. Yeah, absolutely criminal and very misleading. Honestly, they I remember maybe some disclaimers, but really they hit home the fact that they are going to help you with everything, that they have these people that are qualified to do this. And part of it is that they also are like, we're going to give you X amount for free. And then they charge you after that. Or like that was a big thing about Psychic Readers Network, which we'll get to. So remember, Miss Cleo is from California. Her uh, employer's website blatantly lied. So Psychic Readers Network spun this whole tale about her being from Trelawney, Jamaica, growing up there, being part of a many line of mystics. So already that's really egregiously misleading. Illegal, I would say. Not misleading. That's like the best case scenario. Psychic Readers Network is said to have coined the title and identity of Miss Cleo, and the persona was used in email lists, ads, to hook you into buying these fake psychic services. Sorry, not fake. Who knows? Definitely fake. Charges of deceptive advertising and fraud from the Psychic Readers Network began to surface, many of which were that Miss Cleo didn't answer the phone. A lot of the time she'd be like, I will personally take your call. But instead, they would have associates, whatever, take her call, be like, I... I mean, it could have been you or I yeah. if we were in the right... Yeah, I mean, a couple 
steps, a couple credit checks away from both of us being working for this site. Absolutely. The actors were reading from scripts and there were some calls that were promoted as free, like I said, that became not free, you know, or they, they got built well, was, after the fact. It was time, also timed where it was mm-hmm. like you get the first three minutes free, but by mm-hmm. the time they got the, you know, critical information or whatever, and then by the time that happened, you're now you're in the, bill, the billable yeah. part and of it. and that is just like being a phone sex operator, where you get a certain amount of time for free. Right, so that's what you, yeah. you know, you were Yeah, calling. there's a lot of parallels in, at least with phone sex, you're getting some, like you're getting a service. You're getting it right then. But I guess it's it's not that far off also because you're getting peace of mind through calling this. I, I will say that, you know, even before reading so I don't seem like a complete dud. Uh, <laughs> if people do any of these things and they gain a benefit yeah. for them and it makes them feel better, I, I mean, depending on the case, it's like, okay, well then what harm is it? They are getting the value that they... Yes. You know, if I take a multivitamin, which I love vitamins, and we can yeah. get into a lar- long argument, who knows what it's actually doing? Yeah. But if if I take it, and it makes me feel better, and some company's markup is whatever. That's for that's for me to rectify. And exactly. Who, who are we to argue that? Exactly. And I think similarly with psychic services. I think if it makes you feel good, amazing. It's done its job. Unless your phone bill's eight thousand dollars, and maybe you might not. <laughs> High price to pay for feeling good. But I also like. Do you believe in psychics? I no, well, I'm I'm a huge skeptic when mm-hmm. it comes to it, but I do feel like there's people that probably f- can feel and sense things better than other people can feel and sense things. Yeah, for whatever reason, I think there's just people that are just better at it or like more energetic, aware, intuitive. Like there's people that are probably that have seen me and they're just like, oh, are, are you sad? And I think I'm putting on the biggest poker face, and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, how did you know? And there's other people that are just like, hey, what's up, dude? You looking yeah. ready to party? It, it, it there I do believe there is something to that, but who am I to say? Yeah, and I I think there have been a lot of times where a psychic has said something that really I was like, how did you know that? Like, holy shit, what? But as many, if not more, times where they said something, you're like, no, nah, doesn't really resonate with me either. So like, who knows? There's something with January, February, January Jones. Mar- am I March. January Jones? Mar- I see April, <laughs> May, June, July, was September, October, November. You got oh my god! And then she said October, and I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I, I love the idea of something we don't know or some kind of energetic communication that we don't know. That being said, Psychic Readers Network is not that. Miss Cleo is not that. In fact, in 2001, Access Resource Services, which is the main company, was doing, biz- was doing business and they had lawsuits coming in from Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Missouri, New York, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Florida, and the Federal Communications Commission. They were getting into it. Tons of violations. Party's over, baby. Yeah. Wolf of Wall... Psychic Wolves of Wall Street. Yeah. Tons of fraud. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm. Um, in 2002, the Federal Trade Commission charged the company's owners and Harris's promoters... There's our helicopter. Uh, it's like clockwork now. I knew it was coming. What? What? Here's my money. <laughs> he knew. He knew. Um, charged the company's owners and Harris's promoters, Stephen Fetter and Peter Stotts. Now, I... Actually worked with a guy named Stephen Fetter who he bought a he hired me to write a web series and then he didn't pay me the two thousand dollars whatever he offered and I was like is he part of this thing my brain was already going there and I, I went down a Google wormhole I don't think that this Stephen Fetter is the same as that Stephen Fetter but hey if it were that would make this podcast very exciting yeah. It's not. Anyway, with deceptive advertising, billing, and collecting practices, Harris was not indicted. The Psychic Readers Network had billed its victims for an estimated $1 billion. 
Her promoters agreed to settle by erasing $500 million of debt owed by, uh, it's, they keep saying victims in a lot of the things that I've, it's not really victims. The uh, people, the patrons, we'll say, uh, to Psychic Readers Network by paying, they've paid a $5 million fine to the Federal Trade Commission, so they were trying to make up their debts. They had a lawsuit, too, that Harris uh, was misrepresented in that she was not born in the Caribbean, she was born in Los Angeles, and that her parents were U.S. citizens. So they that all came out in court. We know exactly who she is. But there was life after the Psychic Readers Network. Harris voiced the character Auntie Poulet in the 2002 video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So if you found her familiar, maybe you're a little bit younger, past this time, you may know her voice from that. I don't know. She's still working. She wrote a book called Keeping It Real, A Practical Guide for Spiritual Living, which is pretty hilarious after all of those lawsuits. In 2003, the New York Daily News reported that uh, TV music network Fuse had signed Harris as a spokeswoman. I don't know anything about that beyond that. In early 2005, Harris was reportedly appearing on television as Miss Cleo in advertisements used for a car dealership in Florida. She's still making it work. In 2006, she came out as a lesbian. Another turn of events. In 2014, using the name Cleo Millie Harris, she spoke about her experiences at the Psychic Readers Network in a documentary titled Hotline, which focused on telephone relationships between strangers. I checked out this trailer. I couldn't get the full movie but it seemed very dated, uh, even for 2014, to be honest. I was like, was this made in 2001 or something? We t- still talking about this? Hello, Budge. The internet, <laughs> the internet uh, is, is here, so why? In 2015, Harris uh, came back to her classic role as Miss Cleo in a series of advertisements for French Toast Crunch, which is probably my favorite and probably a great little icing on the cake yeah. for this. The Psychic Readers Network fought back, saying that it owned the character of Miss Cleo, and the advertisements got cut from the air. Unfortunately, Harris developed colon cancer, which eventually spread. She died following a long illness on July 26, 2016, at age 53. I want to thank Seattle PI, TMZ, The Smoking Gun, The Washington Post for all of this info. And I think, I mean, I can't see the future. But I do want to say right now, I'd love for us to end this with the French Toast Crunch commercial with Miss Cleo. Go on, babies. Miss Cleo is back. Now, do you have silverware, sweet pea? Oh, my God. I do. I sent you up something other than a knife and a fork. I have a spoon. How did you know? Now I have a vision that you are going to take that spoon and scoop up a bite of French Toast Crunch. Oh, cinnamony and maple syrupy. I can't believe you see all that. French Toast Crunch is back and I predict you'll love it. Eat it now. 